We the ones they talking about. Broadway Sports Media. Choose your fighter. Justin and Justin Titans podcast show. I'm not a cocky person. I'm just passionate. Final round. Uh, yeah, I'm looking for a new podcast partner immediately. Quarantine and chill. We all we got. Hey, Titans on three. One, two, three. Welcome back to this bonus episode of the Music City Audible, Tennessee Titans podcast brought to you by Broadway Sports Media, broadwaysportsmedia.com. Today on the podcast, Justin interviews Titans wide receiver Rashard Davis, who Mike Vrabel, as you may have seen, noted that Rashard Davis was one of the Titans three offseason award winners for his work put in during the offseason programs, which of course were all conducted virtually via Zoom, but... Rashard Davis joined the Titans midway through last season, was on the practice squad, got bumped up midway through the season, and was actually out there returning punts for the Titans. He had a a one catch, his first career catch was against the Texans in week 17. He took a huge hit on that play and he managed to hold onto the ball. And he's a guy that we've heard Titans people talk a lot about in press conferences. He's just always a guy that gets mentioned. I think they really like him inside the building. So Justin, how you doing? Want to get to this interview? Yeah, I'm doing well. Uh, excited to have Richard um, on the show this week. I think the timing is, is just perfect with him, uh, you know, with Mike Vrabel giving him one of those offseason award winners, really recognizing the hard work that he put in. Um, it's very obvious that the organization is high on him. Um, you know, he did a great job as the punt returner last year when he did come in uh, and was able to get those reps. I think he's a guy that Titans fans really need to start paying more attention to as a guy who can potentially make this roster. Our own Mike Herndon, uh, you know, at Mike Miracles mentioned that Rashard is certainly a guy we need to be looking out for um, to make the, the uh, to make the back end of this roster as one of the wide receivers. So really excited to have Rashard on the show. I think the timing is perfect and uh, listeners should uh, pay close attention to this. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that, you know, the Titans don't have a punt returner right now, at least set in stone. And Dory Jackson hasn't exactly worked out at that position. Khalif Raymond might get a chance, but I think Rashard Davis is first in line to win this job so if he doesn't carve out a role on the offense which he might he at least has I think the punt returner job is his to lose I agree I think uh, as you said you know they don't really have a punt returner set in stone it didn't really work out with a Dory back there Um, I I don't even I'm not sure that a a Dory gets another shot there especially with how important he is to this defense I just don't really see the benefit of putting a Dory back there um, I think uh, I think you're right. I think it's Rashard's job to lose. Might face some competition from guys like Khalif Raymond, potentially Adam Humphreys, although I also think the risk sort of outweighs the reward there. And potentially a rookie running back, Darrington Evans, right? I think Evans, they've mentioned, might get a shot at it as well. But I do ultimately think that Rashard uh, should be the favorite for this job. Right, and it's, it's a bummer we won't get to see him in preseason, but we'll get clips maybe from training camp once they finally get out on the field and stuff, so... And it's worth noting for our listeners, because you know I'm a college football uh, and draft nerd, Rashard Davis was a fantastic punt returner at JMU. So it's not like he's been pushed into this role and it's new to him. No, he was an electric punt returner at the collegiate level. So um, this is nothing new to him, and, and I expect him to do a great job with it this year. Yeah, and like you mentioned, Titans fans should be excited about this guy and actually put him on their radar you know, he, he's a legitimate sleeper position. I mean, playmaker, we mentioned already his time at James Madison. This guy was the first pick in the XFL draft. And yeah, you'll you'll talk about that with him when we get to the interview. So should we get there? Without further ado, let's bring on wide receiver Rashard Davis. Hey, 
appreciate you for joining us today, Richard. How are you? Well, definitely, I'm good. Uh, got a nice day off, so I'm excited about that a little bit. Get to kick my feet up. I've done some recovery this morning already. Yeah, first first day off in a little bit. Must feel good. Oh, definitely, man. Just it was good getting you know back in the swing of things, but these days off are definitely vital. Just to you know make sure you're ready to go for the next week. Of course, um, you know, first thing first, uh, what's your mindset like right now at camp? You know, it's obviously a very strange and sort of different kind of training camp. Where, where are your, where's your head at? Uh, right now, I'm just focusing more on the mental side, just making sure uh, I get the play down, playbook down, like the back of my hand, um, making sure, you know, I just know all the calls and reads and audibles and stuff like that. Just so uh, when we are able to get out there on the field and go full speed, you know, I can play a lot faster. And you're off to a great start, man. You know, Mike Vrabel, um, obviously, you know, praised you as one of the off-season winners um, for the work that you put in, um, you know, recognizing your hard work. What's that, what does that mean to you to get that recognition from your head coach? Uh, it's definitely a good sign, you know, um, especially when you're coming into a new team. I mean, obviously, I came in last year, but it was, you know, week 10, so it's kind of late. Um but just just me is just taking on that that uh that situation as just baby steps um and that's just another step of getting to where I want to be and uh progressing on so um I take that as you know a step forward and I just got to continue to build and um you know you came in week 10 as you mentioned um you know you played an important role for this team on special teams um here you still are you know you're getting recognition from the head coach you know, I feel like you have, of course, baby steps, like you mentioned, but I feel like you have a great chance, you know, to stick here in Tennessee. You know, and you've had stints with Philadelphia. You've been with Kansas City. Um, you've been with Oakland. Um, talk to me a little about the possibility that Tennessee, you know, can be the place where, where you could find some stability. Um, you know, I like to hear a lot um, outside of the city, you know, the coaches, the players. Um, when I came in last year, they embraced me um, like another family member. And that's just the vibes that I get here. Um, it's honestly the same vibes that I got from Philly my rookie year. Just like that family mentality, a nice brotherhood in the locker room, um, looking out for each other. Um, and that's just something, you know, that's an environment that you feel comfortable in, um, an environment that, you know, allows you to bring out the best ability in yourself and the best potential. Um, so, and that, you know, that's what I've been feeling so far, and I've just been able to dive into it. Uh, not you know not be nervous going out there just knowing that everybody has each other back um and i've just been able to you know show them that i know what i'm doing and um i can play an important role and i think that's just the important part of the end of the day they just want people that you know is bought in and um can help them at the end of the day and i think it's worth noting that um you know you compared it to your experience in philly that philly team won a super bowl you got a super bowl ring with that team. So I find it interesting that you kind of see a similar, uh, some similarities with the culture and the locker room. Most definitely. It's definitely the same. Just the same, you know, atmosphere type of vibes um, that you get from the coaches and players. Nobody is walking on eggshells or anything like that throughout the locker room or throughout the facility. Um, it's a lot of smiles and um, just good energy going through the building. And, you know, we, of course, we touched on you coming in week 10 last year. This is your first year where you have an offseason with this team, right? And you're going into training camp with this team. Uh, are you excited sort of about the chance to not just really, not, not to really prove something to this coaching staff, but to prove even something to yourself? Uh, most definitely, you know, because I feel like 
Um, you know, since coming out of college, I always felt like I had the skill and the ability, you know, to play in the NFL um, and to, you know, be able to make a 53-man roster out of camp. It's just, you know, finding that time in, um, that place that, you know, fits you well. Um, and just, you know, being able to stick to the, you know, organization, like you said. Um, so it's definitely something, you know, to myself that I feel like I want to prove to myself more than anybody that, you know, I do have the ability and the skill to go out there and prove to them that, I am capable of, you know, making a team and making a difference. And you were an electric punt returner at JMU. And we think there's a good chance we're going to see you be an electric punt returner for this team as well. But, you know, speaking of your, your, your main position, of course, being the receiver position, how do you describe the way that you play that position? Uh, I feel like I'm a nice, um, you know, quick, fast, shifty receiver. Um, but I can also play on the outside. I've got my weight up a little bit. So, you know, I have some size to me. Um, I've been working on my routes this offseason a lot. I felt like I had good routes before, but I've been, you know, just working on them just to work on different stems and see how I can, you know, run different routes without, you know, trying to make it seem like the same thing every single time. So I think all of that is just going to help me um, really embrace that role as a receiver and not just as a, you know, a punt returner or special teams type of guy. And this coaching staff, um, they've always been pretty plain in saying that um, they love giving their players tape of other receivers around the league to watch. I'm curious who are some receivers that you've watched and maybe you've picked up a trick from. Oh, man, to be honest with you, over this offseason uh, in particular, you know, especially with the quarantine and everything, we had a lot of downtime. So, honestly, every day I would just go on YouTube, <clears throat> check out highlights to about almost every receiver throughout the league um, and just seeing, you know, what works for them. Um, what type of things I could pick up that'll help my game, what type of things I do that are similar, um, and just, you know, taking those mental notes down, um, seeing different type of releases they take or different ways they, <clears throat> that they approach the, um, the game and stuff like that. Um, and just, like I said, just trying to take mental notes of all of that and embrace it and uh, somehow inter intertwine it in my game just to make myself better. And, you know, I um... – you know, we've talked about your route running and how you've worked on that. Do you have a favorite route to run? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. I honestly just try to, like, this offseason, I was trying to practice every different, you know, type of route, whether it's breaking away, a go route, or something that's, you know, a lot more cuts and stuff, um, just so that I'm prepared for any situation that I'm thrown in. Um, you know, you may, you, you originally came into this league as an undrafted free agent and you have found a way to survive. You know, that, that's almost a key word when it comes to being a UDFA survive. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, this year UDFAs are facing a very unique challenge where, you know, camp isn't going to look like it, it's looked in the past and we have no preseason, uh, for them to prove themselves, you know, obviously making it tougher on UDFAs than ever before. What sort of advice are you going to give the UDFAs on this team? Uh, honestly, just, you know, approach every day like it's your last day. Approach every day like it's a brand new day. Um, don't, you know, go into the next day because <clears throat> you, you've done something good. Um, you can't sit there and dwell on it. You got to honestly just take it with a grain of salt. You got to walk in there every day just ready to prove yourself, ready to work. Um, you can't slack off. You know, it's like you said, this year is obviously a lot more different. Um, we don't have preseason, so you can't really get those game reps. Um, so every, every rep in practice, everything that we do, you honestly got to take it 
Um, like it's a game rep. And even when you're not in, take those mental reps so that when it's your turn, um, you don't have to make those same mistakes that other people have made or you can honestly see how the vets do it, um, which will, you know, in turn help your game a lot. What's it like working with Coach Moore? Oh, man, it's great, to be honest. Uh, you know, he was a great receiver in the league. Um, he's had a lot of experience, you know, uh, with himself and with other great players as well. Um, you know, he was with Amari Cooper, Stephon Robertson, and, uh, um, and those guys went out in Oakland. And uh, <clears throat> it's just, you know, he's a good guy overall. Um, he has a lot of, you know, stories and intel, um, different techniques and stuff to help your game. Um, and I feel like, you know, even outside of a coach, he's also a father. So he uh, can help you, you know, on and off the field as well with, you know, personal business or whatever the case may be. He just, you know, keeps his arms open for us to feel comfortable, you know, talking to him about anything, to be honest. We love that. Um, as we mentioned, you know, numerous times, you joined this team last year. Um, getting those reps in practice, is there one defensive back on this team that you really enjoyed practicing against? Uh, when I was here last year, yeah, definitely going against Adore, man. Just, um, you know, when I was in college and stuff, I would always, you know, watch his highlights and stuff at USC. So, you know, just seeing the type of player he is and getting that, uh, getting that experience going against a great corner like that. Um, you know, once you, you start going against people with that skill set, you feel like you can really go against, you know, almost anybody in the league. Um, so that's, that's, that was one of the guys that, you know, I really uh, loved going against last year. It's worth noting that you're both track stars. <clears throat> Most definitely. He definitely has some speed on him. Those must have been some fun, uh, speedy battles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely, it's definitely, uh, it's always competition, you know, when we out on the field, but it's, it's fun competition at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Who's faster? Hey, we never, we never lined up in race. We never <laughs> lined up in race. You know, we uh, actually, the receivers, uh, we said we got a race by the end of camp. See who's the fastest receiver on the team. You know, we got some speed in that room as well. So, we're going to see. Yeah. You and Khalif, I think that'd be a good one. Oh, yeah, most definitely. We got to, we definitely got to get it. AJ in there too, though. AJ, Corey, you know, we, yeah, we got some guys for sure. Cam in there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, mm -hmm. We always hear about what a tight-knit group this is. But if you were going to war tomorrow and you could only bring one teammate with you, who would you bring and why? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, from, from, uh, from the Titans? Yeah. I got to go with uh, – I got to go with Khalif, man. I got to go with Khalif. The, the reason I say Khalif, Khalif like a – he's like a, uh, like a thief in the night almost, like – like a ninja warrior, I feel like if I give him a katana, he would just he go to work out there. So <laughs> I'm gonna have to take a leaf, and then he be he get busy on Call of Duty, and I'll be on Call of Duty, you know, getting some racking up some kills. So I feel like we'll we'll either we gonna die together, or we gonna ride together. <laughs> <laughs> hey, b before you jumped on this, we had Roger Saffold doing one of these, and yeah. uh, you know he's got his esports organization, man, Rise. And they're big in the Call of Duty space. You, you got to hop on the sticks with Roger and Rise. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. I'm gonna, I didn't even know he did that. I'm going to have to talk to him then. Yeah. There you go. Talk to him about you, it. Yeah. Let, you let him know Justin and Justin sent you. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to definitely let him know then. <laughs> and uh, what about Kenny? You ever play with Kenny? I didn't, but I heard that he has his gaming thing as well. But I never played with him. He and Von Miller were playing yesterday. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> 
That's dope. I know uh, I'm on, uh, what's it called, Yoke. I'm on Yoke now. I haven't really I haven't really done it, to be honest. When I get on a game and I play with my boys, I honestly don't even think about cutting the Yoke app on. Just to, But uh, I'm going to definitely have to, you know, tap into that a little more and start playing with some people. Uh, I'm curious to get your thoughts on your XFL experience because you, you were actually the number one overall pick um, in mm-hmm. the XFL draft. And with the news coming out this week, that uh, Dwayne, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, has bought the league yeah. and revive it. Pretty cool little thing going on. What was that experience like? Um, you know, when I was uh, not on the team, actually my, my boy, um, Bad Lee, that I played with in college, he actually got me uh, in touch with the guys from the D.C. team. And I ended up, you know, talking to them, and I ended up going to a workout um, like that weekend before the draft. And that's, you know, in turn what led to them drafting me number one. Um, and I went up there and met with them right after that. Well, like a couple of days after that, um, you know, just to talk to them and everything and, and see how things would be. Um, but, you know, in turn, uh, Tennessee actually ended up, you know, picking me up before that started. But I just feel like, honestly, um, it's it's definitely, you know, a good league. I felt like they were definitely headed in the right direction before, you know, all the COVID stuff. Uh, interfere with it and I felt like you know it was an exciting league I felt like fans was into it um, they definitely had some you know numbers in the attendance from what I could see um, by looking at the games and so I really feel like you know the Rock got a steal for 15 million for that league you know so because I think I definitely think it could it could be something big and it's it's definitely you know something for the players that didn't get that initial chance in the NFL just to prove their self and you know, be able to revitalize their career instead of just not get a shot and then it's over with. So, And, and that's what I was going to say. I think no matter what, at the end of the day, we can all agree that more football is a good thing because there are so many talented players that for whatever reason, I mean, and, and I've been doing this for a while now and I've seen it. Like I talked to Khalif Raymond about this. Like we mm-hmm. see how talented Khalif is and he's catching touchdowns in the playoffs, but there's a chance that Khalif would have never got that chance, right? He exactly. got cut times how many talented guys never get a chance so having another football league it's a good problem to have exactly it definitely is and, and like you said it's just you know and I, I kind of get it for a sense it's hard you know for the NFL to keep everybody and you know they have money ties with some people that you know are drafted and whatnot um so it's definitely hard but I definitely think the XFL would just push more talent and just expose more talent you know and um, hopefully, you know, down the line, people will start getting endorsement deals, you know, and different stuff like that. So it's kind of like um, the D League for the NFL, or, I mean, for the NBA almost. Um, and so, you know, I'm hoping, you know, with The Rock, he can just bring it back to life and keep it going for the players that need it. Because I know coming from JMU, you know, we've started getting some exposure the last few years. But at first, like, it wasn't, you know, that big of a school um, on a map, like football-wise. Um, and we still, you know, have a bunch of talented players that may not be, you know, the the average uh, linebacker size or average D lineman size that, you know, get overlooked, but they have talent, talent and can actually play with, you know, the guys from the bigger schools, but they don't get those looks from the NFL just off size and numbers. Um, and, you know, they'll be able to go to the XFL and prove their self and maybe get a shot down our line. No doubt about it. Look, Richard, I've really appreciated your time today, man. This has been awesome. In closing, um, what what are your goals like over these next few weeks? 
Um, just, you know, continue to progress. Um, try to take each day one at a time, um, you know, and just continue to show myself, honestly, um, improvement each and every day, to be honest. Um, I feel like as long as I continue to focus on, you know, trying to elevate my game and uh, be the best player I can be for the team, um, I feel like it's going to continue to go in a good direction. So that's all I'm, you know, trying to do, trying to take it one step at a time and not get ahead of myself um, and not let, you know, any little small mistakes or anything like that um, shut my whole game and, men and mental down. So that's where I'm going with it. No doubt about it. Look, Richard, again, thanks a lot for your time. Uh, you know, we know that this organization is excited about you and rightfully so. And like, and like you said, man, baby steps, keep moving in the right direction uh, one step at a time. So again, thanks a lot for your time today, man. Most definitely. I appreciate you guys. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Justin, thanks for hooking that up as usual. Any uh, closing thoughts before we get out of here? No, um, I just I hope the listeners uh, enjoyed that. I think Richard's a stand-up guy, uh, very honest and humble, and, and really appreciate him for joining the pod this week. Yeah, and uh, hopefully he has a good off day. We're recording this on Saturday, August 8th, the Titans' first off day of training camp, as you heard. So they'll get back to work soon. In the meantime, please check out broadwaysportsmedia.com for all coverage of the Nashville sports scene. The Predators, unfortunately, disappointed us. We are not going to hold punches on our coverage of them on broadwaysportsmedia.com. John Glennon wrote a great piece uh, talking about how the silver linings are not really what we're trying to focus on right now after a pretty disappointing series there for the Preds. We also have your Nashville SC content. Uh, the guys from Speedway Soccer joined up with Broadway Sports Media, and they are providing tons of stuff. You got a great interview with Dax McCarty that just ran, so make sure you guys go check that out. And um, Nashville SC is coming back to play pretty soon. So get your content there. And of course, we have everything you will need for the Tennessee Titans. All your podcasts, all your videos, film breakdowns, articles, John Glennon, Mike Herndon. We got Bill Superhorn coming out of retirement to do film breakdowns. Titans tapes got his breakdowns going with um, he's got a great piece on Corey Davis coming out soon on why Corey Davis isn't getting the targets that Titans fans maybe expected when they drafted him fifth overall. So Look out for that. Check out all the other podcasts on the network and go ahead and subscribe. You got It's $9.99 a month for all the content you could possibly ever want. We got a free trial so you can check out our Tape with a Titan series before you subscribe for real. Get, check out that free trial. Hit that up. And uh, I got nothing else. That's my pitch. We're good. Follow us at MCA Broadway. He is at Justin M underscore NFL. I am at Titans Film Room. That'll do it. We'll be back soon. Till then, tighten up. A Broadway Sports Media Production.